five. All right, we didn't we didn't decide who's going to start this though. We're uh, take it away, Jake. What do I do with my hands? Happy uh, Happy Monday, everybody! Welcome to the Tattoo Weekly. Uh, this is our weekly live show that uh, that we do with uh, in partnership with Fireside Tattoo Network, uh, Tattoo Now, reinventing the tattoo. We do this every Monday morning at ten a.m. ish Central Time. And Central, uh, 11, 11 Eastern. 11 Eastern. I had to pause. It went live on my YouTube and I was hearing myself talk. And there's nothing more terrifying than hearing yourself talk unexpectedly. Echo panic is something that, when was the last time we've dealt with echo panic? Mm, I just did right then. But oh, not... shit. You're right. Like 30 <laughs> seconds ago. Not even... right. But before uh, then, it's been like a year almost. It has. It has. So uh, I, I always forget our order of operations because Lauren normally handles this stuff, but her camera just overheated because she was too hot for TV. Oh, well, right, right now we're uh, testing it, right? So we're making sure that this is working. Now's a good time for everybody to tell us in the comments that it's working. And then I guess then we, yeah, we do the quick introductions when maybe when the camera comes back for Lauren, or maybe we just, uh, Lauren, do you have the, uh, the, our intro that we're still running? Sure the old one? <laughs> okay. Does, does it still have the wrong date? Oh, yes. All right. Let's keep it's it a classic. Going. It is. <laughs> All right, we'll kick it off, Gabe. Where, who okay. are you and where are you from? Uh, I'm Gabe Ripley from Tattoo Now. I use computers and business and real-world events to help tattoo artists inspire each other, create better art tattoos together, and work with reinventing and uh, Jake and Lauren and anybody that wants to help move tattooing in a positive direction. And positive is not necessarily up for debate, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, we tried to keep it normal-ish. Fight the power! That, that might be... <laughs> that might be your uh, that might be your shortest intro of all time. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm Jake of the Fireside Tattoo Network, where the beer flows like wine. Oh, it's man. a place where all the most beautiful tattooers get together, and all pictures are drawn perfectly, and all of our clients show up on time and have flawless skin and positive attitudes. You can go to FiresideTattooNetwork.com and uh, learn more about what we do. Lauren, well, the truth your... be told. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'll turn it on after our intro, you know? Okay. Let's put it on the spot. All right, here we go. All right. Just as good as the last time we saw that intro. <laughs> so what, uh, well, I guess, Lauren, you should introduce yourself. We'll just imagine what you look like. Okay, imagine. Um, I'm Lauren. I'm here every week. There's always something technical happening in the world. Um, yep, reinventing the tattoo. Gabe and I have been talking in the background for a while about the different things that we have going on. I've been shipping uh, guys' biomech encyclopedias, so we're kind of talking about all that good stuff so you can see in my background makes a perfect holiday gift if you could oh, get them while they exist so cool actually it is wicked cool because uh guys uh now that lauren's taken over the wait you're introducing yourself still sorry well, that's it there i am it's it. great getting those books out at a, on a regular basis is awesome people used to always um like email like three hours after they ordered and they're like did you ship out my book yet did you ship out my book yet and like guys still in the middle of a tattoo, right? Because he was actually <laughs> still shipping out the books. Uh, so having Lauren take them over is awesome. So and uh, also whenever we would start selling a bunch of them, guy would be like, "Can you turn that down a little bit? I can't actually ship out that many books because I have a life." Um, but yeah, so that's awesome. Wicked cool. Yeah, I I own it. I bought it as soon as it came out in person from guy himself. I think I even shook his hand. 
Nah, probably not. I think I just got the book. That's yeah, funny. It is. It's uh, I mean, it's got Giger in it. It's got Bransky. It's got all the tattooers. It's a. Uh, it, I don't want to. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> awesome. It's a two volumes, and it is really really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we were nerding out about. You know, normal nerd stuff. Yeah. We were or talking. Actually, I guess there's a difference, a geek and a nerd, but. Yeah. We were talking, uh, Gabe, Lauren, and I just just before you jumped on or before we went live about uh, she was talking about the Biomech Encyclopedia. And I bought over the weekend an ebook of all of these illustrators like Pixar artists, Disney artists that and it's this person that went through and, and kind of cataloged all of their processes, like individual, well-known or really accomplished mm. illustrators. And I was like, man, we should totally rob that. And I could bounce around at high-end studios and just follow really great tattooers through their like, design process. And, and it would be cool for like, you know, just for pot, for content, online content, but to make a book out of it would be a lot of fun. Like a real book like that would be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Uh-oh. And probably no work at all. I'm sure it'd be like nothing to it. Ah, oh, you know, actually, that does remind me that that's what guy was uh, was teasing a little bit. He's like, hey, you know what? When these books move, he's got another one in them. Or sounded yeah. like, I, you know, I don't I, know what he was saying publicly or it, whatnot. Yeah, it sounded like it could be. Hmm. Nice. So, like yeah. a, just a newer volume or he didn't expand on it? No, I think it sounded like a, the, uh, not necessarily just an expansion of, of the bio. I don't know. It might be a new book. I guess we'll find out. Guess, Hopefully uh, we'll find out. No, we'll find out. Well, yeah. what, uh, what, what happened over everyone's, uh, everyone's weekend, Lauren, you said you got a lot of work done. Uh, not, none of us traveled over the weekend, I don't guess. Nope. No. November is usually like that. Um, usually pretty quiet. I know the Atlantic city tattoo expo goes on in the beginning of November. Typically, uh, the one in Belgium is happening soon next week but otherwise in the united states i don't know about you guys but november is usually pretty quiet yeah i have. I mean i'm not doing anything yeah me either uh, i leave tomorrow awesome, <laughs> i leave tomorrow morning for toronto uh for uh for my strategic coaching but um that has nothing to do with tattooing well it does have to do with tattooing for me but not for the rest of the tattoo world it's just a quarterly coaching group mastermind group bunch of entrepreneurs trying to change the world getting together do you communicate with those guys at all? Like before, you know, before yeah. you go? Yeah, they do weekly kind of catch up calls. And I, I'm not great about, about being on those, but they do weekly calls just to kind of follow up with how everyone's doing. Uh, usually they'll have a guest, like someone from the group that'll talk about something. So many of the people from the group are already like pretty accomplished. Uh, and so a lot of them are releasing books, like almost everyone but me has written a book, it seems like. But uh, they're all releasing books, so they'll be on there pitching their books. And they'll always, the cool thing is, is they'll always give us copies. So, like, you know, whenever I show up, I think I got two really good books between the last meeting and, and this one that's that's this coming Wednesday. Uh, one that was so awesome, this dude, Ben Hardy, if you guys read any, like, kind of self-help kind of stuff, he's young. He's probably 35. But he, the first book that I read of his that was introduced to me by a strategic coach was called um, Willpower Doesn't Work. That book was really awesome. And uh, the most recent one that I just finished is called, what was awesome about it. Um, uh, it's just uh, well, I'd have to I'd have to go back and, and look at my notes because it's been a year or two since I read uh, that one. But I just re remember being really impressed with it. It's it's about um, kind of setting uh, uh, processes for holding yourself accountable uh, more than anything, and instead of depending on like your own willpower to do something you know like whether it's accountability groups or whatever but he had a lot of practical i love books that have like a practical things that you can just plug in and his books all have that but the one that i just finished is called be your future self now which is kind of a dumb oh, yeah. title but man that book really like i stopped constantly and was, was like highlighting a uh, little passages it's like these two schools of thought one being where like we make decisions based on past mistakes or successes, like our what we do today dictates what we do tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And the other, and the one that he's pitching is that we, it's a future view, version, a future vision of ourself that draws us forward. Sure. It helps us to make decisions if, if we it. want to do it. And, uh, and so it compares those two schools of thought mm -hmm. really great. I mean, I you was know, like, the, the, it's that concept that actually I still have hope for that AI isn't going to take over, right? It's the same concept, like artificial intelligence makes predictions, exactly what you just said, it makes predictions of the future based on an enormous wealth of data that we can't even comprehend at this point, right? That's what 
makes it scary. But human beings, one of the things that we do is like we make our decision. We can make our decisions based off of a future that does not exist, that, you know, uh, might not even be able to exist in reality sometimes. But, you know, some human beings, to, to be damned, will make sure that, you know, we try to make it conform if we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, artificial intelligence, again, it's like it could only really right now make those decisions based off of the historical data, not the future intuition. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I love the fact that there's people that are 30 in their 30s, 35, that could really be like thought leaders. And uh, it's really fun to imagine where they'll be in 20 years from now, too, if, if they keep at it and don't get you know older, stale or whatever, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm thoroughly impressed with this guy, especially at his age. Um, I was funny. I was talking to my wife about it over the weekend or when I first finished the book. And I'd started another book that they had sent to me, the coach had sent by... Um, uh, called What's in It for Them by Joe Polish. You guys may know Joe Polish. He does runs Genius mm-hmm. Network and all that. But I've never been, I, I certainly don't mean to badmouth him. He's super successful. He just like, he doesn't speak to me. I've tried to read a few of his books and I'm like, eh, I don't know about, about that guy. He just doesn't do it for me. And Emily, my wife was like, that's just because um, you only like to, you. he's probably closer to your age and you only listen to old Ben. <laughs> like that's just basically what she said. Ouch. And I was like, huh yeah i guess so and then i was like oh, wait a minute man. i was like but this ben hardy guy like he's younger than me and he's awesome so there are exceptions to the rule but she her, her idea she didn't mean that in a mean way she meant it as uh she she thinks that uh i'm i'm more influenced by people who remind me of my grandfather who was a huge influence in my in my life kind of raised me and so you know that uh, it is cool though jake but like um man i found dennis parent at the wrong time because he passed away god rest his soul he was so sweet and he actually had something of like finding your own genius he's like everybody is a genius in their own right and whatever it is that you're doing but he taught painting courses and he was yeah. really really good at it um yeah yeah, yeah, he he I mean, painted. He, old. he did all of the floral kind of really soft painterly floral stuff to his parent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For having oh, someone man. younger, I mean, gives you a lot more room for growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I when you said the name, it took me a second, but man, I love that guy's painting so much. He got sick and went downhill fairly quickly, huh? Kind of kept yeah. up with it on social but media. Yeah, his, uh, the way he taught was really, really interesting. Um, very, very yeah. supportive and confident in those in those ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of it's it's a difference between wisdom coming at you and then something of more of like a peaked interest and curiosity and finding out, you know, hands on. It's a different type of learning experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was pulling up some of dinner. Let me share real quick. Since you brought him up, that dude is so good. For since since people want to look at pictures on this uh, on this platform oh, or on the show, Dennis. Yeah, he's uh, like his <clears throat> like his. Hmm floral uh uh that's not maybe not even the best photo some of that stuff glows like it's so walk you through the entire process and i know that his uh courses and he used to do it kind of like um you know monthly zoom in sessions and stuff like that he was you know up to date through covid oh yeah and and before i never took Those any of still his available yeah yeah uh, I'd love to go back and do that. He, yeah, so, so good. Like I was kind of touching on wisdom and how it's like to just be subjected to someone with that type of pers- perspective, really. Yeah, 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 he was awesome. I love that, like, I don't know, I, I love brushwork so much. I love that, like, where you just give enough information to make the thing believable and then don't do any more. Like no blending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, I, love, I just love that so much. Well, the thing is, your eye can really only focus on a certain area, anyways, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, even it, it, it can actually look just as real, if not more real, sometimes if it's rendered like that. If, you know, when you're looking at the focal point and if the right stuff is chunky and blurry, then it like, yeah. I mean, again, your eyes yeah. can only actually focus on the details of, you know, certain areas as you move around, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, one of the one of the early books that I read, they, they gave the example of like glance at a bookshelf and try to look at multiple books at once. You know, and like you can't do it. Your eye, your eye is going to go to a single book. Straight up can't. Yeah. Yeah. That's a and that's a great um, principle. That's what something that we kind of focus on in that in all of our courses, but particularly uh, foundations where we are always talking about establishing hierarchies using shapes and values 
Uh, it's like want to decide what you want people to look at first and just make sure that everything leads them that way. And it's all just like tricks to do, you know, there's, there are rules for doing that. It doesn't take that much creativity even. Like you can just uh, learn the rules and do it, make it work. You know, Jake, what just made me laugh inside was like, if you were to write a book and you go to your meeting with that book, how different it would be from the other guy's books. <laughs> I bet. I bet so. Just yeah. be full of pictures. They'd be like, finally, I don't have to look at so many words. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking, um, you know, but a good book at that. Yeah, yeah, well, I hope so. I I, I should. Every, they all, I mean, it's funny how many of them have written books. And of course, they come from different industries. They're all from finance and you know, others, some of them like buy are just business people, like they buy struggling sure. businesses and, and, you know, just like people would buy a house and renovate it and sell it. They do that with businesses and uh, a lot of smart, a lot of smart folks in there. Um, can I uh, real quickly, while, while I was sharing, I wanted, this has nothing to do with, uh, with um, tattooing, but I wanted to share real, uh, real quickly, where's my Lightroom? There it is. I wanted to share real quickly this uh, over the weekend. Gabe, I showed you a couple of these photos, but over the weekend, oh, yeah. we went to the Mississippi River. So Memphis is a river town. We're on the Mississippi River. And it's at, it's at like historical lows, like crazy historical lows. And, um, and so we went down to this area where there's normally a dock and a marina and found all of these or saw all of these sunken... Uh, Boats. I haven't edited any of these. They're actually just pulled up in my Lightroom. I'm just going to share Lightroom. Oh, I, this is uh, cool. Okay, so so this is just like um, I'll, I'll just kind of start rolling through. These are normally just little like houses on the dock. This is all usually underwater. But um, so I think it's just so crazy. Like check out this sailboat that's like sitting on its keel. That nuts. <laughs> but the craziest thing. <laughs> Let me find, uh, there are all these old, like, see, there's that, obviously uh, that boat's been sunken for a hundred years. It's, there are, there are a lot of just holes like that, just uh, old holes, but hey, the thing that blew us away the most, um, let's see, this one was kind of crazy. It's like that boat's been underwater a long time. Uh, but the thing that blew us away the most is there's this riverboat. Let me get to it. I'll scroll through. There's just like a, I guess, just like a, a, a an old aluminum hull or steel hull that was, it was underwater boats sitting on their sides but the th craziest thing oh this was nuts so this is a boat i guess that so this is a dock that normally would just be floating you would walk across the dock to go to other boats but the water is so low that it and this boat normally sits on the bottom and the dock probably fo floats 20 feet above it but the water's so low the dock just dropped down and collapsed the boat it's just <laughs> laying across the boat isn't that nuts well, yeah yeah crazy uh, but this is the, the here, here comes the wildest part of it all. Uh, that's a pretty crazy one. This is a riverboat that has been underwater. It's Ooh. not that old. This thing is so nuts. Look at this. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. There was a guy that was on it that had actually like climbed up and gone through the entire boat whenever I was, uh, uh -huh. I was there. Let me get another photo of just to see. there, give you some scale of it. There's Emily standing in front of it. <sighs> So it did just, you go in? I didn't. Uh, I, I would have. I wasn't really dressed for it. I would. I would yeah. have liked to. Max really wanted to. My son. <laughs> but uh, but so it really the boat itself. Uh, Max found a whole controller. Uh, the boat itself was not all that old. It was dedicated by Vanna White in like the late eighties, early nineties as a as a gambling riverboat. Okay. And then it was retired in uh, like 2014 or something and uh because they just had bigger river boats and it just wasn't up to i don't know i guess technologically it wasn't up to the new standards and so they parked it and then like four years ago there was a bad freeze here in town and it sunk during the freeze and it's been underwater since like 2017 2018 uh that's right beside it but it's just so crazy i talked to the guy who uh I talked to the guy who climbed, who was climbing around on it. I waited until he came down hmm. and he said that there's still like everything inside of it. Like, it's just, he said all the like stuff is still in there, all the copper wiring, all the batteries, all the, like he, he went up to the helm and to the fly bridge up top and like, you know, looked at it. This little boat was next to it. Another example. Oh, of the uh -huh. <laughs> like, that, that's, 
sorry, I know this has nothing to do with tattooing, but that was the, but it's still pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like how yeah. it's showing the, uh, the curves, whatever you're in Photoshop there, I'm looking at like the, oh, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the levels uh, and the curves and all that. Yeah. The light, Lightroom's yeah. awesome for this stuff. If you guys don't edit photos in Lightroom, you, you should. It's a, uh, oh. it's great. But yeah. Um, oh, tons Lightroom's, of light Lightroom's got some cool, uh, new easy to use future features so if you're intimidated by lightroom and you're watching don't be yeah there's a lot of user-friendly stuff going on yeah yeah so crazy yep all right i'll stop sharing that we, we can get back to tattoo stuff but i'm gonna i'm gonna paint some of these though. that's why i got all the photos so there you go that's the art that's how i'll draw it to art i'm gonna make some paintings <laughs> it's pretty wild definitely an awesome reference for sure yeah um gonna see i also i'm not trying to take over if someone has something happening i also did a um i did well, while i was in the sharing mood i did a whodunit for this week ah awesome oh right, no okay <laughs> and we don't time to put our thinking caps on everybody yeah yeah so i was thinking um if we if someone in the chat no one's even chatting on fireside i don't know if i'm just not getting updates or what i don't have any uh -huh. comments or anything which is rare you know, yeah, refresh it and see. Let us know you're alive, everybody. We're about yeah. to. Uh, if you Almost. are, we could give away stuff. Well, I can say first thing: a couple comments on reinventing Amber. She was at Atlantic City. That was one of my favorite shows because, like, when you go to Atlantic City, you're on the boardwalk, and it's at a super special time, November, which is cold in Wisconsin. So I love going. Um, it's not like it's super warm in Jersey, but Atlantic City has a lot to do. Um, so that's cool that you went. She said it was fun. Um, yes. Adam Ugly, can Apple Pencil 3 with the erasers on the on them come back? Uh, and he also wants to know what Lightroom is. And that's an Adobe photo editing tool. And it's kind of like Photoshop, but for photos specifically. And if you saw on the sidebar, for if you go back in the replay, you look on the sidebar there, there was um, like all of the different adjustments that you could do with the, the colors. For me, I, I, I see the levels. I'm like, oh, I like to adjust levels. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's great for if you take a lot of photos say of your tattoo or of whatever uh you can go through and quickly like qualify them you can either uh, like rate them as stars like one to five stars or you can just stuff that you don't like you can just x out and it'll ghost that image so if you took five photos of you know or whatever 20 photos of a tattoo you can just go through and narrow it down to the top three and then just edit those three rather than in photoshop you would have to edit you'd have to open each one either as a layer or as a separate image uh document so it's great but they all work hand in hand which is nice so like if mm -hmm. you have something in lightroom you can pull it into photoshop and back really right. easily you know if you want to do specific editing like that yeah. photoshop could offer right right yeah so it's cool um okay so i'm going to pull up and I, I have a i have a purpose for this and i'll tell you at the end of uh, should, should we do like an official introduction to the segment so people that are watching and don't know what's okay. going on uh, yeah so we've been doing a segment lately that gabe came up with called who done it where we pull up tattoos and we uh and, and we all try to guess who they are and only the person who uh who chose the artist knows who they are i was thinking uh uh gabe could we like there aren't many people watching but if if we let if we gave like the first minute or two for people in the audience to guess if someone yeah. if someone guesses it maybe we could give them a, the new foundations course absolutely yeah cool all right so if if you guess it in the comments you get uh, our newest fireside foundations and course we, which is only launched last week uh you get it for well look, we could uh should we do a quick uh do you want to do a quick uh foundation show, show um, off of it real quick or? uh sure sure i don't, I don't I, have it pulled up i have it i haven't pulled up i could do that okay uh boom real quick this Amber is we do these right 70s at atlantic city so that's dope that's cool yeah it's like 70 here up in massachusetts now in november i'm not saying i'm not going to enjoy the global warming while it's lasting but it is a little weird but anyway so this is a fireside uh the foundations, foundations. yeah yeah Actually, I guess we could. Yeah, you can just click put, play. Right. Yeah. If you clicked play on this video, just know I'm about to throw a sales <laughs> pitch for Fireside. Uh, hey, you. And you're on TV. You within a minute hey, or two, whether this course Famous. is for you. It may not be. So Very meta. Anyways, uh, you can check out the, the preview of the course here. It's pretty sick. Yep. And if you comment on who you think did these tattoos. And get it right. 
and get it right, then you can yeah. okay. Gotta get it yeah. right. All right. So there's a few of you in there. So Kyle, he's like, what's up, everybody? Kyle, let's see what you can think. Amber, Adam, Dan, okay. I guess then uh, Gabe and I. And then if nobody gets it, then you might win at random. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so. So guess. Right. Okay, Kyle. here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull right. up the first uh and pull up the first image. And we have to be quiet for oh that's great. Okay, I have an idea. So wait, how when oh I love the parrots. Yeah, not nice. Um, when do we start to guess? Do we have to uh, wait? Do we want to give it? Do we don't have like a timer? We could do it. Yeah. Right? Let's go through all three of them first. Okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, only, I only pulled up three. Oh, and then so. we could get and then we could get some hints potentially. Right. You know, okay. So but, we, uh, I think okay. I saw I this piece, and it's just. I think I saw this piece. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Like, uh, I'm, gonna pull up, I'm gonna pull up the next one here. Let's see. Share. I'm gonna stop that share, and I'm gonna reshare. All right, piece number two. Okay, now I've got another. Well, let's an I've got it. I've got it. I opened up my two. Oh, we already have the answer. <laughs> on the oh, yeah. fireside, Anthony. Uh, Anthony guessed it. It is Andy Chambers. Yeah, so I'll, okay. tell you, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll go on and pull the third piece up. That I don't snake know. was a fucking dead giveaway. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll pull the third piece up, and uh, just so everyone can see. Oh, but uh, we, okay, yeah. But uh, so here's here's the third. This piece is awesome. So let me tell you why I chose Andy Chambers outside mm-hmm. of the fact that, you know, he's he's doing my back and he's one of my favorite tattooers. Uh, he his Instagram was recently hacked. And so he lost like, I don't know, 80, 100,000 subscribers. And now he has like 400 subscribers. So let me uh, just real quickly. I, I want to take everyone to his new Instagram. So uh, that's funny. Follow. Although I, I have to poke fun at it, uh, you know, just um the, the, the futileness of like he just lost eighty thousand followers so he needs to build them back up again why just so you can lose them again like yeah probably i don't know you know i don't know that uh i don't know that he cares uh to be honest but he didn't sure. he didn't even mention it uh other than uh, uh other than i ran into him in richmond yeah, yeah. Talking about it. i mean but it's all good it's, it's all good i'm just uh, yeah so so his new this is his new handle so if you guys want to check out some of andy's work it's uh it's awesome. He doesn't have much on here yet. And he probably won't. He doesn't post a lot. It looks like but, he's getting scammed too, right? Like that, yeah. His last one was was scammed. And I I um I noticed the morning that it happened, I, I got like a direct message from him, something about yeah. Bitcoin. And I was like, uh-huh. ah, so I I just texted him and I was like, Man, did you send me something on Bitcoin? He was like, No. <laughs> like, uh, I think uh-huh. you're hacked. We should we should do something and because it happens to tattooers all the time and I see tattooers all the time do the telltale things that ask for that stuff to happen to you. We should do a little course on how to what to do, how to avoid it. Like, did you know back up your data through Instagram just in case periodically and stuff like that? There's just so many little things. Um, my friend Michael down in Florida that happened to him, and like I cannot believe the runaround he he got there's a lot of lessons learned like probably don't want to book your appointments through instagram direct you know um, no you should probably yeah. have like a professional website you know and a professional yeah, oh, way to book lessons people. learned for sure but everyone still does it you know there's a lot of yeah. content in your direct messages alone through instagram that sucks to lose but yeah yeah, yeah. if you uh, uh, communicate with people through direct message uh with important stuff right yeah well yeah and you've had your account for years i assume you know it takes years to build that stuff up yeah yeah uh, but so, again for me it was like professional work shouldn't really be done through social media i mean you know i'm just saying I'm got, I and just because people do it doesn't mean it's not like literally fucking facebook i mean man there should know, be a support group what to do if you lost your baby instagram account because like yeah we know that that's true but like our instagram account to each and every most of us is like man it'd be bittersweet to lose yeah it'd be, it'd be sweet to lose <laughs> i don't have followers at all but like still like you know conversations from 10 years ago i do have the history of it is yeah. pretty insane there's no question i mean when on the facebook's whenever it says you know hey check out this memory from 10 years ago uh, it's usually like oh well, that's pretty damn cool and now by now it knows which ones i'll interact with so it's like feeding me the memories that it knows i'm gonna fucking click on so yeah. Gabe, you know the future and what it's like so do i um so mm-hmm. for someone that wants to avoid that happening to themselves or avoid putting them in too much time into social media, what could be the solution? 
Well, I'm always, yeah, well, funny that you ask. No, I mean, I'm uh, pretty much the number one of the main things I'm always talking about is just owning the list, having a list. You know, um, if you were to be on like Shark Tank, and I'm not saying that that means anything other than like the real dumbed down easiest thing, like, you know, it's like contrast and lines and black that, you know, on Ink Master or whatever, right? Like, um, you know, how much does it uh, cost to acquire a client? You know, how much money do you make from a client? And then the main one for me would be how many people are on your list? Like how many customers do you have? How many people can you reach? And so, so, and part of it for me is like, even when you have a big Instagram following is, you know, unless you're like really engaged, you're not even reaching a 10th of those people anyways. Right. Whereas if you're, you know, sending out email, I mean, and again, for me, I would always uh, encourage people to, meet your clients where they're at. So I wouldn't like shut off the Instagrams or the Facebooks or or the TikToks. In fact, I would say, you know, having this conversation about Instagram or Facebook is kind of silly anyways, because if you care about social media, you should be on TikTok um, and Instagram and Facebook, right? But um, like TikTok is where the social media eyeballs and action and algorithms are, right? So, um, but again, it's like, again, you don't want to fall prey to like all of a sudden now all my shit's on TikTok. So for me, it's like email lists, um, and again, search engine traffic, uh, you know, uh, is something, I mean, I've got, you know, tattoos on tattoo now that have been bringing in, you know, new clients for 10 years, you know, uh, you can't, you know, Facebook posts from 10 years ago or TikTok videos from two or three years ago. Like they, I mean, they might get some action, but not the same way. Anyways, I would, I would suggest a comprehensive, uh, semi-automated personalized system, uh, but again, at the at the end of the day, really keep track of your satisfied clients and reach out to them, right? Um, because uh, if you're not reaching out to your satisfied clients once a month saying, hey, I'm still here, this is the cool stuff that I'm doing, um, then you're just really working harder to get new people through the door when you're not paying attention to the people that, you know, have already been through your door. Yeah. Yeah, good point. We we made terrible use and, and are trying to change that now with, with Gabe's help of, of actually having some... Um, I'd say ownership, but having some like, uh, you know, control, like knowing who our audience is and, and, and having a list and having contact information and a way to get back and forth in touch with them. We had, you know, YouTube, we had uh, social media, but, and we've, uh, we've had firesidetattoo.com forever, but if you did any search, if, if we, what made me reach out to Gabe in the first place is I, I did a search on our kind of a, our SEO friendliness and all of that. And we were at like, we were one out of 10 on every measurable you know, piece of data that you could get on our website. It was completely useless. No one was going there. We weren't showing up in any rankings. We weren't collecting any you know, uh, info from our customers. Uh, and that goes for my tattooing as well. You know, it's, um, it's, it's scary when you think about it. And, and it's scary to think how easy it is to go through your whole professional life and not think about it. I mean, uh, the easiest time to not think about it is when you're wicked busy, right? And as tattooers, you could, you should be able to naturally get busy within a couple of years if you're delivering awesome tattoos on clients, great, you know, giving them a great experience. They're coming back with their friends and their family. Yeah, you know, way more authentic that way too. Honestly, like for me, like I've run social media accounts for a really long time, and yeah, like you know, you just give a lot less of yourself when you're trying to give it to eighty seven and thousand people like you just you give to all of it you know if, if you really just want to give a specific set of yourself and who you really are those those things that Gabe are talking about like CRM which client relations you know they do need to be managed acutely where people have like you know you know exactly who likes certain things of yours and you'll share that content with them through whatever like a cancellation for a specific design even down to like there's it's so much different than social media in terms of how you can handle your business as a tattoo artist now, where it's like social media. Like I remember in a uh, seminar that Nico happened to speak at that we did at Golden State a while back. He said, he's like, it's a tool. Social media is a tool. And it kind of just resonates really loud right now, yeah. how the different tools work, because just like that, oh, your wrench is gone, but you still have all the other tools. Yeah. I'm I would just propose uh, you should be approaching social media as if it is a tool. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, you know, you are the product. We are the product, right? Our attention, you know, for social media is the product, right? So it's not necessary. It's not, and it's not designed to be a tool for us to use to to communicate with people, right? It's a, it's a tool that's designed to keep our attention so that it can deliver us to the advertisers. 
And again, it's kind of where there was a switch. There was a specific switch. Like Photoshop is clearly a tool. Photoshop isn't trying to keep us addicted to it, right? You know, Instagram and Facebook and TikTok are trying to keep us addicted to it. But to, to, to Nico's point, like if you use it as a tool and you're really, and again, I try to be as religious as I can about it. I'm like, I'm going on to Instagram so that I could reap the benefits from it you know, and, and catch the opportunities but I'm not going to get sucked in to talking to fucking fascist sympathizing sons of bitches that don't even understand the definitions of words yet somehow have an immense fucking influence over a lot of people. And right. then I'm in the rabbit hole and I'm like, wait, I'm just trying to fucking do some business here. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I think that, you know, if you have a lot of business on a tool or that or you know, or a platform um, and again, you know, just to wrap it all up for me, I always try to think about it from the point of view of the people that are on the top of the platform. Like, who is it that's at the top of Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or any of them? You know, what is their main goal? And, um, you know, and again, ultimately, like, you know, uh, Instagram is designed to do something different than Google or um you know, any of the other platforms, I guess. I don't know. Okay, that's it. I, yeah, I, I read something interesting. And, and uh, to that point, uh, uh, Anthony, who's on in the chat here, who just uh, who just got the won the foundations course and got the uh, the answer yeah. right. I, I met Anthony through, he took my workshop, uh, Find Your Style workshop. That uh, was a two-day thing I did in North Carolina last year or maybe earlier this year. But um, I've noticed, I started following him then, that he uses it. And Anthony, if you want to chime in on the chat again, he uses Instagram as, as a teaching tool uh, in a pretty effective way where he's going through and kind of explaining his own design process. He uses text in the same way that like the Tattoo Guardians guys do, where it like pops up in different sizes and is really attention grabbing. And it seems to me, I wonder if, if he's using it to lead people to a website. I just flip through and I never you know, look to, I never click to see where, where he's trying to get us to click, but I think, uh, I think this is a good conversation to see how various people use that mm -hmm. um, because it's kind of the artists are kind of leading it into a, an unhealthy direction, mm -hmm. you know? So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the other thing that, for, for, you know, often, or at least when people are like uh, Instagram, this or Instagram that, or I need to be a video editor, this, or, you know, a TikTok star that, you know, again, I, I just always wanted to break it down. Like there are so many just fundamental things that you can do that you never have to think about that. Or if somebody's like, I'm not good with a computer. Well, then just have, you know, some mentioned business cards, you mm -hmm. know, just make sure that you, you know, order 5,000 business cards, give 10, you know, to 15 to every client, drop off little stacks of them in the coffee shops or the bars or the gyms or the hairdressers or wherever, uh, you know, and then every two months, make sure that more business cards are going up. But again, just having business, 10 business cards with every client, you know, that's going to help bring in referrals. Referrals are your best source of uh, of new people. And, and again, just paying attention to your actual clients, you know, the ones that you're tattooing, um, throw a, a documentation party. I have a lot of these tips that I've been starting to put up. I've got like 10 of them or whatever that uh, are on my YouTube Sometimes channel. Those ring so. off in my head because I see a lot of people do things uh, very predictable or wrong. And then like something happens, like, you know, with giveaways and stuff like that. Not Not wrong, but like when you look at it from you know, a consumer perspective, it might be great, but from like the person putting it on, well, a little bit different thought would be great, you know, or like, for example, when I see cancellation posts all the time right now, and I'm thinking, well, huh, what if you were like Bart over there who could just text your uh, list of 50 people who would love to fill that spot? You yeah, know? well, that should, well, no, yeah, we could turn it into uh, uh, almost go to the infomercial, or maybe we should just do like the Wednesdays, demo days. It'll be pretty sweet when Jake gets dialed in, you know, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm interested in, in that part of it. I don't have my business is different and just being a solo kind of, you know, one person shop. But I have found that issue lately where I've had more cancellations in the last couple of months, kind of last minute than I have, you know, in a couple of years. And Allie, my assistant who handles all the scheduling, has reached out and been like, hey, so and so just canceled for Wednesday. Do you know of anyone that, you know, that, that you want to put in that spot you want me to reach out to? And I'm like. Okay. Well, probably there's a dozen, but I can't think of any. Yeah. Of them, you know, what like. I was saying is that like, it's going to be cool to see people get out of the obsession kind of with Instagram to realize like it is just yeah. sharing and stuff and then be like, okay, well, these tools are going to be what you're going to use to well, fix the problem. And again, just to kind of be clear, like so part of the system that we have with, with Tattoo Now is and we can continue to take the Instagram incoming messages, right? So, you know, the goal, the goal is to basically take all the Instagram incoming messages, the Facebook in, incoming messages, the emails, the chat bubble that's on the website that should be on your website, the mm -hmm. Google business listings, 
you know, and then have those all funnel through the one spot, right? And Jake, you've been using the, the one box for a while. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you could yeah. be getting the messages from everywhere. You're just in, you could be on your phone or on your computer, but you have like one spot where everyone's where they are. And then when yeah. we funnel those people to the consultations, you know, then all of a sudden we have like the frequently asked questions going back, you know, how much does it cost? I don't know how much it costs. Show up for a consultation. We'll tell you uh, a nicer version of that. Um, but, you know, we send them to the consultation form and then we get the six questions answered and the support team or the artist or, and, and Jake, to your point, you know, we, we should check because I think. Within them- Can you see that? Yeah, that's my one box that the game is talking about that basically like everything from every channel that I have, email, <laughs> social media, everything all pops into this one box. Super but cool. see, for someone like uh, Andy, like if he if he was using like all these business tools and stuff, because honestly, tattooing is the sixth fastest growing industry. Of a lot of people are stepping up their business mm-hmm. game. It's so clear. I mean, video yeah. editing is only one little thing. I've seen um, business cards, mm-hmm. and all those are another thing that's really stepped up. But uh, but Jake, just so that you get it, you know, if we spent maybe ten minutes and went to the to your contacts and just identified, you know, some people, mm-hmm. then we create a basically a, a you know a list that uh, grows or you know it's a you know set of conditions for the list so that when you have a cancellation, you can basically click you know hit up my call list, you know, send uh, them all a text, you know, the first person to reply to this text catches the you know my date on Friday. Um, you know, you could potentially yeah. even like send a picture along with a design that you'd want to do. You know, if you have a work in progress, that's cool. Otherwise, this is what I'm looking to do. Oh, uh, so yeah. it's, it turns from like going through my fucking book going, uh, you know, calling people up to like. I'm curious to see of the people watching who does that, like, because I've seen it so many times over the weekend, even who yeah. just like if they have a cancellation just does post to Instagram. And if you're hacked, then what do you do? Right. Right. Uh, real, real quick, Anthony answered uh, the question I asked earlier. Uh, he, I was talking about him using Instagram. He said that uh, uh, it could be a useful tool to teach or explain the process to clients, uh, but he's attempting to direct people to long-form content on YouTube. Uh, it's tricky because each platform wants their users to stay on the platform and not just don't jump to a different one. So the trick, is, the trick is picking a platform and leveraging it, leveraging it as best you can uh, for the sake of connecting with the audience that uses it. So that's a good answer. Yeah, but you do want to drive people to connect okay. with you, right? So like yeah, the link in bio, capture that email, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because again, the, the platforms will go away. It's pretty amazing how long, you know, some of them are lasting, right? But I think yeah. we'll see, I don't know, we'll see how it goes with Twitter, right? We might see that, you know, either blow up or blow away. Uh, you know, MySpace went away, you know, uh, the tattoo now has been around, you know, 25 years. So, you know, we watched Ignatian come and go and, you know, I mean, forums and, and whatnot. Um, you know, I mean, that's yeah. kind of the, the fun yeah. part about these things is like, you know, the, the platforms will and can change as long as you're keeping, as long as you're keeping connections. Right. And so, yeah. And, and again, yeah. part of the the other platforms is like you're keeping connections with people, different types of people, both clients and non-clients, and other places that you can't. They have very limited control over. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the website, and you're finding this out with with the new sites too. It's like you you can curate that experience for your visitors, right? Like trying to convince somebody to like come to hire. You know, I, I get so many people that like they, they want to hire people. And they're like, you know, I want to put up the help wanted. I'm like, the help wanted is like the fucking last thing. Like, you need to have a website that's awesome so that when somebody looks at it, they're like, oh, I want to work there. You know, they got to look at your front window of your tattoo shop and be like, fuck, that looks awesome. And I'm seeing like all these other artists represented here. I want to have my name represented up there. Like, you know, it's so much more than just, I don't even know where I'm going with this. No, yeah. Yeah. Let me, (laughs) let me, uh, let me ask one thing. I read somewhere recently uh, that that Google has been concerned or is combating the the younger generations that are not using Google as a search engine, but using using exclusively TikTok as a search engine. Uh, and so, you know, it used to, you know, you would use. Can you I, I use searched, TikTok as a search engine? I don't know. I, I mean, never, I wouldn't be surprised if you I guess, could. I guess you. I guess you can, but. Uh, this was something that popped up. Maybe it was Neil Patel. I'm on his mailing list. Uh-huh. Maybe it was something that he shared. I, I don't know where I saw it, but it was just recently. And, um, you know, I thought about, well, you know, I was using YouTube as a search engine more than Google. And now, of course, sure. Google owns YouTube so that they solved that problem. <laughs> so, but they but with TikTok and the social apps, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that was a thing that people are doing. And I, I mean, I don't have a, a TikTok presence. Well, you should get a TikTok uh, presence. 
Yeah. Don't be old. Don't be old. Yeah. And you know, the the China should get all of I, our data. In our, in I our, uh I tried um I tried now to looking make at some fucking mutants. birds knocking shit off of fucking cable tops. I tried um, to I, do uh oh YouTube God. YouTube shorts. So I, I tried to like take our long format yeah. and clip it down to YouTube shorts and instantly got all like this blowback from people. I was using it the same way that I would do an Instagram video to pitch our newest episode, which by the way, we had a new episode. If you guys didn't see it, a new technique episode that came out last Wednesday on reworking bad tattoos. But cool. so I tried to do a little clip of that. Like I would do it on Instagram as a teaser to the long form, not realizing that that's not what YouTube shorts is about. They're like, people are coming back at me like, Hey, you said, you're going to teach us how to do this. And you didn't do any of that in this 20 second clip. All you did was show us this. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you want me to go all the way through and solve the problem in 30 seconds? Like, mm, I don't know how to do that. You know, it's always a struggle or it's not always a struggle. It has been a struggle, especially the last four years, you know, again, or eight years of like, the attention span, people's attention spans aren't that long, you know? And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about most people anyways. But like, tattooing is a long attention span kind of a thing mm-hmm. i mean like you know it sucks that like people can't pay attention to like watch news and understand logic and reason and fucking but with tattoos like we have to sit there for long periods of time to get tattooed you can't really again, i don't know guys, like, it... because they're, they love tattooing i mean some of this stuff is just like uh pointless you're like i don't care i don't care i don't care uh especially like you know with TikTok and things like that. But yeah, the I've you've talked about that for a really long time and that is very true. You know, yeah. it's hard. So guess, it's yeah. just so cold and hot. You know, I mean, I guess just to uh, just to, to wrap up my point though, like for me, um I try not to cater to the a short attention span because inherently the best clients that any of us are going to have will actually have attention spans. And we can't tattoo everybody or I can't work with every tattooer anyway, so you know, uh you know, if we have to cater towards or or just keep on catering towards people that have actual attention spans than we should. Now that said, I like to make them, you know, the one or two minute videos that, you know, and I've been putting up some of the shorts on the YouTube and, you know, we have some now uh, redistribution tools that we're working with so that, you know, we post up once on TikTok and it goes out on like YouTube and on Google and on Instagram and on fucking Facebook. It's awesome. I, I got a new domain name. It's called, I think it's like TikTok fucking tattoo or something. I don't know. Whatever. Point what? is, <laughs> like, TikTok, like like a TikTok tattoo. So basically the pitch oh, is, tattoo. tattooers, do you update your TikTok? Uh, well, hey, how about we take over? You just update your TikTok and then you don't have to update your Facebook, your Instagram or your Google business listing or your LinkedIn or your Twitter. If you still have one, you know, we'll help take care of all of that. And um, it's actually, I'm pretty psyched. I think that that might be a good lead. And as you know, some of the stuff that I'm doing, it's like, I'm, I, I did a demo for Russ and uh, on the new Tattoo Now business suite tools. And he literally said, lay it on me. Just fucking open up the floodgates. Just give me the full shebang. And I, and I was like, okay, I know how this works. Um, and I was, I was literally, I'm like, I will not talk to you like you're a, a, a kindergartner. Some, some CEOs are like, talk to me like I'm a, a moron. So mm-hmm. to simplify the language, but he was like, lay it on to me. And then like an hour later, he's like, I don't know, man, this is blowing me away. I think your biggest problem is going to be figuring out how to simplify this into chunks <laughs> so you don't like fucking swamp somebody. I'm like, we did start this off by you saying you wanted to well, see it all. Yeah, and he made it. I mean, he knows you well enough not to ever say that. <laughs> that's oh, ridiculous. Man, that's funny. I get a kick out of that, Gabe. Uh, shit. I mean, and actually, when he said that, I was like, I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. Uh, but that you was, know, it was his... amazing. The, the one quote, though, was like, "Is there anything that this doesn't do?" And I was like, "Oh shit, I think I'm on the right path." The um, you know, yeah. and I, I, I did. You know, uh, but anyways, so let's. Um, can, can I real, real quick, um, uh, Anthony had uh, mentioned since he helped us out with that, he mentioned that we could share his uh, uh, his Instagram so I could show you guys kind of what I was talking oh, about cool. with the way that he's using it. So uh, here's the share. And this is this is Anthony. Uh, stu- here's the name Studio oh, yeah. Valentino. But see, he does a lot of this like. Uh, uh, where, where he's using captions Bump. and, yeah. you know, quick cuts and all that and his entire his entire feed is full of that type. He, his, his drawings and tattoos are awesome. To, yeah. but but to his, his point he's yeah he, the work is fucking high quality yeah yeah and he's leading uh leading everyone to uh yeah. to his youtube for now but this is what i was talking about about how he was using instagram not just still shots but using it sure. to kind of promote himself and he's in it a lot that's one thing i don't do very often personally is is put myself in my feeds you know my face in my feeds because people see me on youtube i guess but uh in my instagram i rarely post myself and he does a good job of making sure you should though 
yeah that, so he's connecting himself yeah. with the drawings you know with his work so that's yeah, yeah. so uh one of the things i really love if you go i didn't see it um you know at this point if you're on instagram the the reels you really should just be posting reels and you'll see mm -hmm. like the 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 main artist uh instagrams that get the most action are just all reels yeah uh and to your you know you've been showing we've been talking about it you know reels that have like you know branded color patterns or sets you know you, you know the more time and effort you put into it the more you get out of any of it right mm -hmm. um, and again that's part of it for me it's like but then all of a sudden you're putting all of that energy and effort and then instagram's like ah oh, too many breasts and you're like but wait that's reconstructive surgery oh shit. <laughs> right. you know and it's all gone right so now yeah. but, but to that point like for me i would have those up on the instagram but they would also still be up on my google business listing and most importantly they'd be up on the website so that google would be able to be like okay reconstructive surgery tattoos you know boom this is a page that exists with a video uh, and a link here that says you know here's a consultation form mm -hmm. um yeah update yeah. your business yeah, okay cool i uh no i'm sold you're right i mean obviously i'm sold i've been you've been working with me on this stuff for uh six or eight months now and uh well we just turned it on too a little bit we just right? turned That's it on part. yeah yeah, that that is uh, that is really exciting. I can't wait till there's just the problem with you know with with ours is we have so much content that we have to go through and and build like reconstruct from a simple YouTube video to all of the things that make these what we're calling deep dive pages, and it's just slow going. So I haven't been sending a lot of people to our new website because although there's content on it, it's not built out as much as I you know I want to like showcase it and people can just like scroll through forever um, you know but obviously that's going to take some time so well it's getting pretty close i think i think yeah. uh, you know as we're burning you know the links on the youtube that are going to the courses so people could sign up to the courses in the new membership area that goes yeah, automatically yeah. to discord it was awesome somebody signed up last night they automatically got into discord i jumped into discord and and wow. introduced myself to them they're, yeah they're uh awesome uh, yeah, cool, it's, it's exciting yeah yeah you know what i want to do what is that video some of you guys may know i'm sure you know gabe that you can like Jump on and do a personalized thank you. You can do that on Tattoo one. Now. Oh, yeah. nice. Do you have the app? So I already have it. Uh, yeah, you have the app. So if you if you load up the app and then you mm -hmm. go to your contacts or go to your OneBox because you've you've emailed them, right? So that's the other beauty of the OneBox is that if you email or text or fucking Instagram direct message, if that's what you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it'll all go straight into your one box conversation there. So you and you have the record of, again, not just the email, but the email and the DM and the text. But so if you so go if to someone, it, so if someone if, buys a course or signs up, I could just go click on their contact, pull it up and go like, hey, so and so. Yeah. Thanks for yeah, signing yeah, yeah. up. If you have uh, any questions, give me a shout. Whatever. Isn't it fucking crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. That's super cool. Um, I think I might have before we're done, I can probably have been Fireside Tattoo Network. Okay. So I'm in the app and I'm going to the one box. So Garrett here, Garrett is a, a fella. When you click on this type message, uh -huh. oh, I don't know. Then um, you click on the uh, attach and it says select attachment. Oh, okay. You can just, and then you select, it says record a video. Oh. And then when nice. you record the video, because you have his information here, you're like, hey, Garrett, thanks so much for signing up last night. It was awesome. And then you're looking at the, uh, he made a joke because it was a misspelling in the membership email. Instead of saying, uh, he, he was making a Turing test joke. Because uh, no. instead of turning in your homework, we were Turing in oh, your homework. Ah. And Alan Turing, we could end. That was a very awesome geek joke. Alan Turing is like <laughs> the father of uh, computing. Yeah. Uh, uh, unfortunately, the pressure of being gay in fucking World War II era England ended up driving him to suicide, which is horrific. Um, but he was a brilliant no. computer scientist that helped, uh, yeah, helped make computers what they fucking are. Alan Turing. Yeah. Anyways, point is you can make a video right back to him and say, hey, that's a funny joke. Uh, thanks again yeah. for signing up if you have any Well, now that questions. you explain the joke to me, it is funny, but otherwise I would have just missed it. Alan Turing, the Turing test. <laughs> yeah. The, um, did you ever watch Blade Runner? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a Turing test in uh, Blade Runner. It's a, basically if you could convince a human being that you're a human being, does that make you, you know, effectively yeah. conscious or a human being? Yeah. Uh, Anthony also just, I'm glad Anthony jumped in and, uh, cause this, this chat, when not much was happening. Oh, I did miss a hello from, from greetings from Belgium, uh, from, oh. uh, Duvalle Steve, but, uh, Anthony just said, Duval. uh, Duval. Sorry. It's a triple. Uh, mm. Oh, okay. 
Uh, Anthony said, message for Lauren. I'm curious about raw pigments. Where do I direct my questions? Yeah, hit us up, uh, Jake. Uh, raw pigments on the Instagram. Anything like that? Just raw pigments. Oh, yeah, just direct message on Instagram. And if you yeah. want to place an order, you can use, uh, I think it's just Fireside as a code. You get 10% off your order. So there, there's that. Um, okay. Well, have we said it all? What time is it? We have two Almost. Uh, I'm going to share uh, inspiring tours because oh, uh, yeah, we've yeah, opened yeah. up two new inspiring tours. I am yeah. SP. And this time when I go to the website, it'll actually go to the website. Um, so if you're still with us and you want to have dedicated time, we have unique experiences for tattooers. You could go to inspiring.tours. It's the only time I didn't register a .com. One of the only times, but hey, inspiring.tours is actually pretty catchy. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, we're right now we're doing them in uh, Sam O'Reilly House in North Conway, New Hampshire, although we have plans to take them around the world. And hey, look at that. April 14th and 16th, Inspiring Business with Jake Meeks and Gabe Ripley. 12.50 for, it's like two days over the course of three days, right? So it's like a Friday check-in, Sunday checkout. And um, yeah, it'll basically be two days dedicated to... I think it's like five to seven people. Yeah. Um, they're pretty sweet. And that includes uh, room and board. What else does it include? It includes two nights of, uh -huh. uh, and yeah, and room and board. Uh, where does it say? So if we keep scrolling down, it'll show us exactly what we got going on. Then the the week after is uh, Nikki Simpson and Teej Pool. So this is yeah. inspiring tattooing. So they'll be doing, um, you know, a day of coloring tattoos, day of black and gray tattoos, a collaborative tattoo, and nice. then the on the way out, everyone gets their work critiqued. And it's pretty awesome. Like after spending a couple of days with awesome tattooers, getting to know each other, and you're, then, um, you know, there's no like getting rushed through the critique because there's a line a mile long behind you. Um, and then the weekend or the week before is Nick Baxter and Sean Barber. One left. And there is one left to uh, to pick that up if people are interested. I'm trying not to like sell it out to, uh, but, you know. Somebody should buy to it. sell it out. Why well, you know, I want to. I'm trying, like, you know, like, you know, somebody. Uh, you like being picky oh, with the last person. I kind of want to be picky with the last person, but I, you know what? <laughs> Part of being picky means anybody watching this that wants to can go to Inspiring Tour right. and pick it up. There are the $500 deposits. Uh, again, there uh, all of the events are limited to seven people here. Um, I, I think the shittiest person should buy the last one. Of the <laughs> like, if you're just a real turd, jump in there and buy that real quick. <laughs> uh yeah i'm excited to to yeah. do that i've never I, I love the guy um uh what, what's his name that, that, that jason zuby jason zuby yeah i met him oh. at, <laughs> i met him at the at the byob and he's a former professional wrestler and man yeah. we talked and talked i i probably had a three-hour conversation with that guy he's awesome so i'm excited to see him again <laughs> and know, i'm excited to, to do uh the, to do this and, and talk more about uh our ideas or uh, my ideas on uh on um, entrepreneurship and just uh, mindset and uh, kind of organizing your life to be a better artist. You know, there's so much opportunity, uh, so much low hanging fruit. Uh, and again, the, the ability to have, you know, your experience, my experience, it's dedicated to people, you know, so we spend a, you know, a day, you know, getting to know everybody to get to figure out where the pain points are. Um, and I'm then, sure we'll break away and do some drawing too. I would I wouldn't dare go to a place like that and not do some plain air painting. Absolutely. I mean, my hope is that you know uh, we take some of those plain air paintings and use them as marketing materials, right? Because part of the business will be branding yourself and and representing yourself. Yeah. And um, but that's only because I'm thinking that way. You're like, I just yeah. want to paint the pretty pictures, motherfucker. I just want to paint. Yeah, <laughs> paint. Awesome. Well, we're we're over. That was a fun one, though. We haven't had a guest in a while, but it seems like we're kind of rolling. We do next of... week. Oh, okay. We do. Uh, hmm. Should I do one last time for one last uh, screen share? Tony Mancia. Do you know anybody know Tony Mancia? Uh, yeah. I know his name. Uh, Stingian Gallery. So I remember I was going through the archives of um, Tattoo Now, and I found Tony's like first entry from like I don't know, it must have been fucking fifteen years ago or something insane um tony where's his tattoos he's uh awesome yeah so real sweet black and gray uh sensibilities here so oh and sculptures look at that ah. oh yeah wow that's crazy 
Sorry, I was uh, I'm doing too many things at once here. Alexander Morris just said that they just bought the foundations course, and I was like, awesome! You could be my first person to test a thank you personalized thank you video. Ah, awesome! All right, yeah, yeah they just bought so it from good. watching the uh, show. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so they just bought it just now. That's awesome. Oh yeah, so good, man. Yeah, that's dope. Did they buy it on the old site or the new site? I guess uh, we'll find out. I assume the new site. I hope. How, how do they do that? Is there a link on the uh, description? uh yeah yes oh yeah yeah i think there is awesome okay well actually speaking of uh yeah we should uh break and then we'll have our meeting in um in an hour awesome thanks everybody thank you uh, very much everybody yeah and don't forget you. you can catch us on the podcast on all yeah, the it, platforms spotify apple blah blah all <laughs> of them and i uh i just uh, i don't know who noticed i didn't promote it very well but but yesterday i released the best of the tattoo weekly for the previous month so i'm gonna it, try yeah, yeah we're, gonna, we're gonna try to do some best ofs uh bi-weekly every other sunday i thought releasing them on sunday was a good idea because we could say hey tomorrow morning you could watch this live you know so. perfect um and then we should coordinate it at 9 so that I... eastern <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah Oh, you know, we do have to figure out, I mean, maybe some people that are watching can let us know, like between the reinventing newsletter, the tattoo now newsletter, the fireside <laughs> newsletter, we just need to coordinate. And it's like, everyone has the same three days off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So it's like all of a sudden, like Sunday at six o'clock in the morning, I'm blasting out like fucking six newsletters now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. Anyways, we'll figure it out. We got to go. Thanks. Cheers. See you guys right, next everybody. time.